Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. It's been a torrid week for Victory and A-League fans alike, a week in which the game has been dragged through the mud yet again, this time with a more personal feel. Rebecca Wilson's article, where she published the names and images of almost all of the 198 banned A-League fans, drew criticism from supporters who were named and shamed for alleged offences that some of them didn't commit. With no current appeals process set in place by the FFA, supporter groups like the RBB and Melbourne's North Terrace decided to stage a peaceful protest by walking out on the 30th minute mark of the matches this week. It's 4.30pm at the Mitre Tavern and there's a certain feeling of anxiety in the beer garden. While it's an important day, some people remarked to me beforehand that the normally jovial pre-game vibe just doesn't feel the same today. I asked one of the members of the North Terrace what the protest was hoping to achieve today. Look, it's, um, it's pretty simple and it really boils down to the crunch. We just want there to be a process in place that if people feel like they've been accused, um, that they've actually at least got an appeals process that they're able to access. And it's, the fact is that there simply isn't that. And the most frustrating thing from this week has simply been with the FFA, FFA coming out and saying that there is an appeals process when there actually isn't. There is no appeals process. It hasn't ever been mentioned on any of the 198 bands. And, um, yeah, we just, we, we, we want that. On Wednesday last week, the FFA released a statement which largely said nothing and didn't back the fans who have had their privacy breached. As the anger shifted away from Rebecca Wilson and onto the FFA, the governing body came out again and said that there was, in fact, an appeals process. This seemed to be at odds with information already out in the public domain. I spoke with a banned fan who has attempted to overturn what he feels to be an unjustly banned. Well, I spoke to... Um a, I guess a staff member of the club and they weren't really forthcoming they sort of just interpreted it as um, oh it's our word against yours and that was about it I sort of tried to press my case because I thought I was um, incorrectly banned and basically they just basically said oh well that's just our that's our word against basically yours um, there's no avenue of appeal but it sort of felt like it was out of their hands a little bit as well that was sort of just like well um, put it in, in an email to us and put it into the club so I put it in an email together and basically with that, did cite numerous um, privacy sort of guidelines that just sort of every, I guess, every organisation would have to answer to. And that was probably about six to eight months ago and got no response from um, Hadamoto, no response from the FFA, no response from Victory. But I sort of felt like the club was a bit like, oh, it wasn't our say, it came from the FFA, we're just delivering the bad news to you sort of thing. So I, like, not, I don't think they did much to sort of fight it, but I don't think they were in a position to actually do it. But it, just, it was just, no one was accountable. It was just like there was this invisible man that decided you can't go to the game and that's it. And it was a bit of a, bit of a shock to get a bloke knocking up at your door three weeks after an alleged offence and then basically just say, you're banned, speak to the FFA, you try and speak to the FFA, mate, no answer there. Like, just absolute, absolute no accountability for some, some process that they think they've streamlined and made go that does not exist. As part of the supposed appeals process, the FFA say the onus is on the supporter to prove that they were innocent of the offence they were being accused of. 
This is nearly impossible for someone to do, considering the FFA and police refuse to present the evidence, such as CCTV footage, to someone trying to make their case. A member of the North Terrace know the differences this process has compared to the basic rights of the Australian justice system. Look at Australia. What are we? We're a democratic, proper country where the worst types of criminals are allowed to view the evidence before them and they're afforded the right to defend them with the evidence to put against them. We are football fans. Where's the right there? We are supposed to have some rights that we can actually defend ourselves. We're just football fans. We're not criminals. We're not pedophiles. We're not murderers. But those people get the right and we don't. As we move on from the martyr to the Great Western Hotel, I can see that the feeling of anxiety is not exclusive to just the fans. A heavier-than-usual police presence is outside and not letting us into the pub. The North Terrace leaders can sense that the environment is tense and advise people to avoid the usual meeting place for the start of the march to the ground, instead telling people to meet at the steps at Southern Cross Station. As I arrive at the steps with four or five hundred so fans, the sense of anxiety washed away and was replaced with excitement and solidarity as fans sung in unison with gusto. The feeling that we were part of something significant was not lost on those diehard supporters. fans now in the ground and victory two goals in front and in command of the match. The North Terrace left their post at the 30 minute mark to a round of applause from the entire stadium. The action sparked conversation during the Fox Sports broadcast and the print media after the match. Once the protest finished I asked a couple of people who took part whether it was a success. Well look we'll deem it as a success when the FFA sit down and agree to us that the current system is unjust and there'll be changes from that. We need a fair independent review system where the fans can see why they've been banned, and if they've been unjustly banned or mistaken identity, there needs to be a right of reply. It's hard to say about the future. I mean, who can tell? The FFA are very stubborn about these things. But tonight, definite success, a move, a move forward. Even the way we, when we walked out, the families on Level 3 and South End and everything started applauding, it's almost, almost brought a tear to the eye. It was just, they get it. Like, we, you know, the, the education that seems to be working, people just really supported us because it's an important thing, so. You can't help but think that this was a historic day for football fans in Australia, but what's not yet known is how the FFA will react. Will they be proactive, or will they continue to take fans for granted? As the North Terrace banner said on Saturday night, it's in your hands. Every car on the road today deserves quality parts and Napa know-how, but none more than your dream car, especially if you've got it 10 years after it came out. Boy, did your patience pay off, because here you are toting your swagger about town like the gentleman motorist you are at a fraction of the cost. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your dream car running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.